Hey there, today we will be reading the part 2 of the sound of music. In this part, we will be reading about the Shanai of Bismillah Khan. So please stay tuned. Emperor Aurangzeb banned the playing of a musical instrument called Pungi in the royal residence for it had a shrill, unpleasant sound. Pungi became the generic name for reeded noisemakers. Few had thought that it would one day be revived. A barber of a family of professional musicians who had access to the royal palace decided to improve the tonal quality of the Pungi. He chose a pipe with a natural hollow stem that was longer and broader than the Pungi and made seven holes on the body of the pipe. When he played on it, closing and opening some of these holes, soft and melodious sounds were produced. He played the instrument before royalty and everyone was impressed. The instrument, so different from the Pungi, had to be given a new name. As the story goes, since it was first played in the Shah's chamber and was played by a Nai barber, the instrument was named the Shanai. The sound of the Shanai began to be considered auspicious and for this reason it is still played in temples and is an indispensable component of any North Indian wedding. In the past, the Shanai was part of the Nawabat or traditional ensemble of nine instruments found at royal courts. Till recently, it was used only in temples and weddings. The credit for bringing this instrument onto the classical stage goes to Ustad Bismillah Khan. As a five-year-old, Bismillah Khan played Gilli Danda near a pond in the ancient estate of Dumrao in Bihar. He would regularly go to the nearby Bihariji temple to sing the Bhojpuri Chaita, at the end of which he would earn a big laddu weighing 1.25 kg, a prize given by the local Maharaja. This happened 80 years ago and the little boy has travelled far to earn the highest civilian award in India, the Bharat Ratna. Born on 21st March 1916, Bismillah belonged to a well-known family of musicians from Bihar. His grandfather, Rasul Khan, was the Shanai Nawaz of the Bhojpur King's Court. His father, Paigambar Baks, and other paternal ancestors were also great Shanai players. The young boy took to music early in life. At the age of three, when his mother took him to his maternal uncle's house in Benaras, now Varanasi, Bismillah was fascinated watching his uncle's practice, the Shanai. Soon Bismillah started accompanying his uncle Ali Baks to the Vishnu temple of Benaras where Baks was employed to play the Shanai. Ali Baks would play the Shanai and Bismillah would sit captivated for hours on end. Slowly, he started getting lessons in playing the instrument and would sit practicing throughout the day. For years to come, the temple of Balaji and Mangala, Maya and the banks of the Ganga became the young apprentice's favorite haunts where he could practice in solitude. 
the flowing waters of the ganga inspired him to improvise and invent ragas that were earlier considered to be beyond the range of the shenai at the age of 14 bismillah accompanied his uncle to the allahabad music conference at the end of his recital ustad fayaz khan patted the young boy's back and said work hard and you shall make it with the opening of the all india radio in lucknow in 1938 came bismillah's big break He soon became an often heard Shanghai player on radio. When India gained independence on 15th August 1947, Bismillah Khan became the first Indian to greet the nation with his Shanghai. He poured his heart out into rag kafi from the Red Fort to an audience which included Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru, who later gave his famous Tryst with Destiny speech. Bismillah Khan has given many memorable performances both in India and abroad. His first trip abroad was to Afghanistan where King Zahir Shah was so taken in by the maestro that he gifted him priceless Persian carpets and other souvenirs. The king of Afghanistan was not the only one to be fascinated with Bismillah Khan's music. Film director Vijay Bhatt was so impressed after hearing Bismillah's play at a festival that he named the film after the instrument called Gunjuthi Shenai. The film was a hit and one of Bismillah Khan's compositions Dil Ka Khilona Hai Toot Gaya turned out to be a nationwide chart buster. Despite this huge success in the celluloid world Bismillah Khan's venture in film music were limited to two Vijay Bhatt's Gunjuthi Shenai and Vikram Srinivas's Kannada venture Sanadhi Apanna I just can't come to terms with the artificiality and glamour of the film world he says with emphasis Awards and recognitions came thick and fast Bismillah Khan became the first Indian to be invited to perform at the prestigious Lincoln Center Hall in the United States of America. He also took part in the World Exposition in Montreal, in the Keynes Art Festival and in the Osaka Trade Fair. So well known did he become internationally that an auditorium in Tehran was named after him. Tahar Muzik Ustad Bismillah Khan National awards like the Padma Shri, the Padma Bhushan and the Padma Bibhushan were conferred on him. In 2001, Ustad Bismillah Khan was awarded India's highest civilian award, the Bharat Ratna. With the coveted award resting on his chest and his eyes glinting with rare happiness, he said, "All I would say is teach your children music." This is Hindustan's richest tradition even the west is now coming to learn our music In spite of having traveled all over the world Khan Saab as he is fondly called is exceedingly fond of Benares and Dumrao and they remain for him the most wonderful towns of the world A student of his once wanted him to head a Chennai school in the USA and the student promised to recreate the atmosphere of Benares by replicating the temples there but khan saab asked him if he would be able to transport river ganga as well later he is remembered to have said 
that is why whenever i am in a foreign country i keep yearning to see hindustan while in mumbai i think of only banaras and the holy ganga and while in banaras i miss the unique matha of bumrao ustad bismillah khan's life is a perfect example of the rich cultural heritage of india one that effortlessly accepts that a devout muslim like him can very naturally play the shehnai every morning at the kashi vishwanath temple ustad bismillah khan passed away on 21st august 2006 at the age of 90 after a prolonged illness he was given a state funeral and the government of india declared one day of national mourning Thank you for listening to my today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back with more such interesting stories and novels for you. So please like, share and subscribe. If you have any suggestions, please send me a voice message.